What's going on, guys? Hey, it's Anthony, and you're listening to the Culture Jack Podcast. It's Monday Madness time, and today we're going to be diving into your brick-and-mortar stores versus the underground uh, auction sites and online ways to procure certain goods and assets. I wanted to talk about this, and I'm going to go into detail on my my uh, other pseudo entertainment platform, which is uh, the Breakout Daily, available on YouTube and Instagram and everywhere, where I detail a lot of the comic book stuff and a lot of the collectability stuff that I'm collectible, not collectability, making fucking words. It doesn't work. It doesn't work, boys. Um, anyways, this has been a crazy thing, and I just wanted to bring it to your attention. Maybe maybe you're in the in the hobby or or would like to get in the hobby, and I wanted to just discuss kind of the differences in some of the stuff I've seen, because this is crazy. And I feel like this could get some more feet under it over the next several years and be a way to purchase goods, not just collectibles. You know, there's designer clothing. There's uh fuck. I've seen uh, artwork done by the artist. They're selling it. People can sell retail places can sell on these online sites. And uh, yeah, so that's what, that's what we're talking about. Before I dive into it too deep, though, hit that follow button, guys. If you guys haven't followed Culture Jack, please do that now. Hit it on your uh, whatever platform you listen to. Also, at the end of this episode, or maybe give us give us a run and listen to a couple of the episodes, and then drop a comment or or a review. A review would be much appreciated, and so would a comment. You can do both if you'd like. Share it. I mean, if you if you're on a roll of giving us a review and commenting. Shit, share the podcast. Be that be that guy or gal that really supports uh, us here at the Culture Jack. We really do appreciate it. So, without further ado, let's dive into the episode today. So, everybody should be fairly familiar with going to your local brick and mortar stores to purchase goods. Now, I want to point out some clear advantages, in my opinion, of a brick and mortar versus the online world. And it's pretty, it's pretty simple and it's pretty straightforward, in my opinion. The brick and mortars, depending on what what it is you're talking about and what it is you're doing. Now, if you are a hobbyist or you are going into the niche markets, and what I mean by that is not your conventional grocery store. I guess you could do it there as well, but not as much, right? I'm talking like if you're into photography and you've got your favorite photography shop. If you're into artwork and you go to this uh specific place that sells artwork, or maybe you're into designer shoes or clothes that you have that spot, that, that really cool, uh, spot that has, you know, this, that, and the other, and, you know, you go into the store and, or a comic shop could, could work as well. An LCS, uh, maybe it's a a gun shop. Maybe you know the, the teller or whatever, Anyways, that's the picture I'm painting. I'm not talking about going to Home Depot and I'm not talking about going to the grocery store. I'm talking the brick and mortar shop that supports your hobby, craft, or or what have you, okay? Now, most of us, if you regularly visit one of these locations, you get to know the staff, which is cool because then you can ask, you, you become comfortable and confident in asking questions about products or about services or, or both in some instances, right? So, that is a huge advantage. You're familiar. They're familiar with you. I mean, there's nothing better than going into a store 
uh, for me anyways, like my LCS, Hey, Anthony, how you doing? You know, from afar, it's, it reminds me of cheers, man. It's like, everybody knows your name and it's comforting, right? And you want that comfort. In my opinion, I like that comfort. Hey man, did you, you know, and especially if they're that good and you know them well, they're like fucking recommending stuff to you. Hey bro, I knew you weren't here last week looking at this thing. This thing just came out or we just got this old thing in and we feel like you may want to get this. And it's like, wow. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, there's a wow factor to that because it is a level of service that is, in my opinion, um, not available so much online. Now, we'll see because I'm going to argue some of these points I'm making now here at a moment once we go into the online and like the underworld of online sales. But that is one of the big advantages for building a relationship and regularly visiting a brick and mortar store. In addition to that, you're familiar with where stuff is located and probably probably the second most important thing is the ability to look at the item and discuss it in person for as long as as long as the clerk is available or as long as uh, you're available to do so. What do I mean by that? Well, you can go into the store, pick up the article of clothing, pick up that camera, pick up this and talk about it. Hey, you getting these results or what do you think of this? What do you think of that? You can pick it up. It's in your fucking hands and it allows you to make a conscious decision based off of uh, a you're there in person. You have the item in your hands or you may have to special order it, but we'll say it's in your hands. You can purchase it right then from that guy or gal that you have an ongoing relationship. You also support the local, the local community. You support um, a lot of different things, right? That, that per the owner's family, the, the employees that work there and everything else, which is awesome, which is awesome. And you can grow your, your relationship with them by showing up, by, by doing those things. And now with the digital era, you can further support them via online if they have a website or if they're on Facebook or what have you. And that to me is the 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 brick and mortar. And I want to say boutique, but it's not boutique. It's more of the niche stuff, right? I mean, because if you you could have some of that relationship with the, the big grocery store, but it's just not the same thing because you're on the grocery store stuff, that's necess- necessity, right? They're not you're not gonna go to the grocery store, or at least I've never experienced this to where I'm standing at the cheese aisle and Jim comes over and says, Hey, Anthony, we got this new cheese in. come and grab it. <laughs> or, or I got those new deli cuts, bud. Let's get those for you. You love them. I have never experienced that. Um, nor do I think I ever will. I, I know some of the people at our local grocery store and I'm courteous to them and, and, and it's nice to have that relationship, but it's not the same. Like when I go to my local comic shop and they recognize me and we bullshit. Um, I've had similar relationships when I was, uh, into, firearms pretty heavy for a couple of years and where I'd go into the ammo shop and the guy knew who I was and we would just bullshit about random things and so forth and so on. So with that, I'm just trying to establish the brick and mortar relationships, both on the kind of emotional side, the utility side and everything in between. Right. And don't let me, uh, don't let me skip over again, the ability to get the item, review it, in hand, purchase it and walk out of the store. Now that is a very key component of uh, what we're going to talk about. So let's move over 
real briefly to an online flat store and then we'll go into some of this underground shit this auction style real quick turn and burn item kind of thing so it, a online store acts as in my opinion a faceless entity that provides you with services and goods and i'm not saying that in a, in a negative way but you go on amazon you search up for that thing you want you buy the thing or you don't and that's it that's the exchange you can read reviews which could support that purchase or lack thereof or you know maybe you make a decision based off of that but it's really kind of flat you don't have a person standing there being able to q and a with you you it's not welcoming in my opinion, right? And that's not exclusive to Amazon. That's pretty much everywhere. And so how do we bridge that gap, right? I mean, Amazon's got the shipping dialed in and the returns dialed in, which is huge because it used to not be that way with Amazon and other companies, which created a pretty big freaking problem because if you get, you know, a broken item or it doesn't fit or it this, that, or the other, maybe you ordered it wrong, there had to be a, a successful mechanism um, to take care of that, that piece of the puzzle. So that is the online brick and mortar air quote, as far as I'm concerned. Now, where I want to gear or, or transition this conversation to is I have participated in, and I've mentioned this many times over a ton of flat auction sites. Okay. They operate very similar to a brick and mortar store to where you go on there, you see some photos, you bid, Someone else bids, you bid, they bid, you know, eBay does this. Uh, There's a ton of other auction sites. It's again, it's very flat. You're not having conversations with people. You're not involved. There's no relationship with you, the company or you, the product outside of your pre-established notions and your own curation of care to some degree, right? Whether you're, you're there to buy this thing because it's been a lifelong dream to own X or what have you, the auction sites in my opinion, kind of sit in that level too. Yeah, there is some dickering available on eBay, but not it's not real in my opinion. So let's jump over to the 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 reason I wanted to discuss this and an observation of mine. So I use a couple of applications that are fairly new um, to purchase and I have purchased. So so you do get that. There is real Real backing here. This isn't a speculatory thing. We've all bought, and I've bought a ton of shit online from all over the world, and I'm sure you have at this point in your life too. I've bought a ton of shit in person at brick and mortar stores all over, all over. And, you know, so we we all have our feelings and our understandings of those places. I've recently bought a bunch of stuff from what's called Pop Shop Live and Whatnot app. And those are really what I want to talk about today. Now, I'm not going to go into specifics of each application, they act very similar and uh, you guys can check them out. They're, they're available on, you know, your Android platforms, your Apple platforms and, and the like. I will do probably a deep dive into these applications on again, my, uh, my, my, uh, other, my other Avenue or my other, my other outlet of, uh, information, which is the breakout daily, because it's going to be very, very niche to comic books. And I don't want to go into that today here. Maybe I'll do it later, but I am going to put something together for, uh, the breakout daily because on that show or on that platform or on the, I don't know why I keep saying platform on that, uh, on my YouTube and whatnot. It's, it's very niche to comic books. Uh, so 
with that being said, let's talk about this though. So Pop Shop essentially is a online application that allows for brick and mortar stores to sell goods. And the way it works is they post like, hey, we're going to have a show at five o'clock. Okay. And what that means is they can preload their inventory. They can do it live. They can do whatever, but the show itself is live. And what do I mean by that? I mean, it's literally live. Like you got the dude on FaceTime almost. It's like a, a FaceTime call. You and I've seen, I've been in rooms with 75, 80 people. I've been in rooms with two people and they're selling their goods to you. What does that look like? Well, the guy's got his like FaceTime camera on and he's like, hey, I've got my coffee mug here. I'm drinking coffee. He's like, hey, I'm going to sell you this coffee mug. It's uh, a Starbucks, uh, blah, blah, blah. We're going to sell this for three bucks. Bam. Then, you know, uh, we're going to sell this for five bucks. And then all of a sudden this catalog starts growing. And in some instances, some of these guys are really good at this. They already have their catalog loaded. So they'll talk for a little bit and then they'll say, all right, we're going to load the catalog. And then like fucking 50 or 100 items just populates in the catalog. All the catalog is, is a photo of whatever it is they're selling with a price. Now, the way that the program works, the way the application works, this is why I've been using these guys. Um, the first item that you buy is like five, you, you got to pay five or six bucks shipping. Okay. So no matter if it's a dollar, if it's a hundred dollars, you got to pay six bucks shipping on pop shop. And then beyond that, you don't pay shipping anymore. So if like in my case, I've bought a lot of comic books this way. If I'm planning on buying 20 new books, then I pay six bucks for shipping and I've gotten them from New York. I've gotten them stuff from Florida. I've gotten stuff from all over the U S when you start considering that it's like the shipping alone at six bucks is a fucking killer deal. So let me, let me just get that out of the way. You also have, and this is where it starts connecting that LCS, that uh, brick and local brick and mortar. This is the connection that is starting to be made because the person that's hosting this, if you regularly visit there, they know who you are. Hey, you know, I, I get it all the time now. Hey, Anthony, even when I don't buy stuff, I still get the hello, how are you? And everything in between. And it's comforting. And if you ask for stuff regularly, some of these folks remember, hey, you were asking for this thing. Hey, we do got that. If you're, you know, you're in here, let's show it to you. I'll sell it to you for four bucks, three bucks, two bucks, whatever. And so I feel like as an alternative to online shopping and even a brick and mortar, this is going into that area that allows for their connection. Now, where it does fall apart is it's very limited because if you get in a room with 50 people and they're calling out stuff and they're selling stuff, it's pretty quick normally. Like they'll they'll take a picture, they'll tell you, hey, this is this thing. It's in this condition. Bam, it's posted. Now you don't get the tactile or that that physical uh relationship that you do in a store where you can pick up the comic book, you can pick up the camera, you can pick up that designer shirt that you've been looking at or those 19, you know, 89 Air Force Ones or whatever it is, you still don't get that part of the relationship. However, you do get to talk back and forth via chat with these people and normally they'll acknowledge you. And in some instances, you can barter with them or, hey, you know, I see you got this thing for a hundred bucks. No one's hitting on it. Or even if they do just drop it, I mean, hey, would you take 75? Yeah, I'll do 75. Bam, they change the price and you're getting it for 75. So, that's also the ability. And a lot of people are not comfortable with doing that in person. Um, and shit, people aren't comfortable with doing it online. I do it all the time. It's uh, 
been in been ingrained with it's been a part of my life since shit since I was a teenager with trying to get the best deal on the best thing get the most thing for the the biggest bang for the buck situation so you do have the ability to do that and again you get to see this person they're talking to you in the in the audience there because if you could imagine if you were running a local photo shop or camera shop and if 50 people came in and started asking you all these questions, what would that look like? Well, it's going to be a shit show. So this does help with that. Um, I have gotten kind of fucked over on on some purchases to where it wasn't what they said it was going to be. Um, or there was damage that I didn't know. And you can, you know, you can do returns and what have you. The shipping's fairly fair can be quick. Sometimes it's a little slower than others, but it's quick in the sense that there's not just one shop doing this. There's dozens. And so that's pop shop as a whole. A lot of the variety is there. Um, it's competition though, which may, maybe, maybe the winner in the arena. I don't know. Um, but that's, that's pop shop as a, nut, a nutshell in pop shop. You could also do auctions and that's, that's where it's cool. That's where they'll say, Hey, we're going to sell this cup. We're going to start it off at a buck and it's going to run for a minute. And then you'll see, you can bid on it. Everybody can bid on it and you'll see it going in, in real time, two bucks, three bucks, four bucks, Jim, Susie, Bill. And so that's, that again is a pop shop. Now let's, let's transition or move over to uh, the whatnot app. Now I have, I think I've placed like six or seven, maybe eight orders on there. Now they're getting bigger name people. They're getting big comic shops. Some of the big boys, they're getting some, uh, and I say that in the sense like not big as in like Midtown Comics is on Pop Shop. That's huge. Uh, but like Torpedo Comics, which is also huge, is on Whatnot. Now, Whatnot is very similar, um, but everything, they have two options. They run auctions where it's like, hey, I'm going to start this this uh, comic book at a buck and then it gets, uh, you know, runs up to whatever someone's willing to pay or they can sell it outright within their catalog. Now, I do have issues with this, and I did email the uh, the uh, creators of the application because some people don't detail the information in the catalog. So what does that mean? That means you're just going to sit there and wait until they tell you what they're going to post or share. That's one problem. The other, the other part of the problem is when you buy something, if it says like raw comic one, what, you know, you, it's hard for you to track what exactly it is you buy, especially when you're sitting in there for an hour or two hours. Cause like, I'll put the shit on and, and work away and then cut out of it. If I get a phone call or whatever, just because I like hearing and seeing it, but it's interesting in that sense. Um, and I hope they get better at it because that does bother me. However, these guys have generally speaking, you know, I've been in rooms there between 20 and 50. They're running uh, wheels. And actually, let me let me take a step back. Both pop shop, some pop shop guys, more in the whatnot. It's like going in, participating in a game show. Hey, you buy a comic book. We're going to put your name on the wheel and you could win a comic book or you could win a slab or you could win this. I've won stuff through these and I'm like, holy shit, these guys are getting good. And they know you by name and this and that. Hey, man, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so on the whatnot app, though, it's the same same kind of thing. First purchase is... I think it's five bucks, four ninety nine, and then beyond that, every item beyond it is a buck. And if you don't pay attention to that, you buy ten things. That's ten more bucks. Even if you got them at a buck each, which means the the price is actually two bucks each. Um, very similar in that fashion. I did have some issues with them. I had to, like I said, email them. I gave them some recommendations. I had to credit my 
credit my card back because I was overcharged several times on accident. Um, but the difference is from pop shop and whatnot is whatnot is brick and mortar stores and individuals. So there are guys that are setting up in their house that are selling comic books, selling clothes, selling Funko pop, selling whatever that they're collecting and, and maybe being an entrepreneur or trying to get to a point of a brick and mortar. Um, and this is an avenue for them. I believe, I, I truly believe that these platforms could replace eBay um, to some degree. I think that there is, this is still in its infancy, um, but I think that in the next couple of years, we're going to see a dramatic uptick in these types of stores and individuals building these these uh, internet brands to where you are getting some one-on-one interaction with, the, with these people. You're getting questions answered. You're parts of these uh, game show like, uh, things. And there's people that I I've spent a considerable amount of money in these places. And I've seen a lot of people that really have dove in. And a lot of it, if you think about it, it's like, even if you're an introvert and you would never ask questions and this and that, you're still a faceless person in these applications. However, the face of the seller is there. So I have seen people that I've been in these rooms with several times over to where they started to ask more questions and they started to, interact at a higher level and even the the seasoned folks that have been doing several shows you could see and encounter their changes in their behaviors on how they act and and what they're doing and better giveaways and and this that and the other so i feel like there is definitely a place for this and i also feel like this is going to be a growing thing so if you are in the market not for just comic books or funko pops or what have you check those places out. It is a, it's a fun time. If anything, you don't have to buy anything, um, but you should get educated in the digital marketplace because I, I'm, I'm thinking that this could be a pretty big thing in the next five to 10 years, because this is part of the connection that I feel like between the flat online business and then the brick and mortar local, there's always, there's always been a disconnect because there's no person uh, you lose the person when you go to a digital online store, a flat one where you're just scrolling through pages. This is that link, in my opinion, if it can get cleaned up and some enhancements. But again, these are still in their infancy. These these applications and changes are still in their infancy. So I, I would say in the next couple of years, as it gets more advanced and people get more accustomed to using them and, and going to them, uh, it, it, it's got some value. And I think we could see a shift in how things are purchased uh, at many different levels. Now, the original conversation is brick and mortar versus online. Now, if I have the opportunity and it makes sense, I will go to the brick and mortar. But when you're talking about collectibles and you're talking about niche things, whether it is designer shoes or whatever, that is where you as the individual has your own specifications or requirements. And that's where is the provider, AKA the brick and mortar available to, or has the stock to get you what you need, or is it more beneficial if you go and scour the internet and which is, which will probably lead you to one of these sites or locations. And then it's up to you, of course, whether or not you want to do it. But if you're a regular purchaser of assets or goods, then you're going to find an avenue. And when you have a voice that can be heard online without writing a fucking email or getting into the stupid chat, there's, 
tremendous value add there. And it may be something you want to consider if you are, again, someone that is purchasing stuff like this because they don't have, this isn't a grocery store thing I'm talking about, right? They're not auctioning off lettuce yet. I mean, fuck, it could go there. They could auction off lettuce, cheese, cans of beans, uh, a prime rib and whatever, whatever. I've never seen that. I don't know that I would trust that for handling purposes and just uh, holding purposes, et cetera. But um, I, I do think that there's a lean. I mean, eBay, the online auction stores are, it's a multi, multi-billion dollar business. And they've been relatively flat as far as I'm concerned, as far as their structure goes and as far as their ability to answer and discuss and whether eBay maybe starts a video service like this to where the seller can jump on there and talk about his products and then sell, do a flash sale. That's really what a lot of this stuff is too. This isn't long form like eBay. eBay is more long form auctions, just so you guys know, long form in the sense that I post this book up for seven days. A lot of people have the opportunity. Now there is advantages to that because then it's not a fire sale, right? It isn't, hey, I'm going to be on the app for an hour. We're going to burn through 60 comic books or 60 widgets and go, 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 go. But there's deals to be had on the other side. So anyways, guys, I wanted to share that because it's it's just been a very interesting ride so far. And I think I will continue to share updates and information as I gather them. Because I think in the online retail space, we're going to see some changes and that doesn't exclude. So let me be clear on this. It does not exclude your local brick and mortar. In fact, I, I buy stuff from my local, my local comic shop through these services as well and other, other brick and mortar stores as well. So you're still supporting the brick and mortars. I am not by any stretch of the imagination saying don't go that route. In fact, my understanding is that these online services have dramatically helped those brick and mortar stores uh, gain the ability to reach customers that are normally not there uh, to be able to put a face to the location, the shop uh, that is not traditionally there other than landing on their page and, and so forth and so on. So I think there is, like I said, man, a huge opportunity for this. It, it, it's also fun. Like I said, if you guys want to check it out, go check out Pop Shop Live, um, check out the Whatnot app. You can download them. It's all free. So if you want to jump in and, and take a look at this stuff, just do that. It's free. There's, there's, you know, you don't have to buy anything. I would recommend taking a look at this stuff because <clears throat> through time, we're going to see a big uptick in this because I truly do believe, though, that this is what a piece of the future retail space is going to look like. Um, it's, it's a faster way to burn off old inventory. It's a better way for the customer to get a, a good deal on something. Maybe you've been looking at those, like I said, those 85 air force ones that you couldn't afford, or maybe they weren't available in your area. And you know, that the shoe shop down in, in Vegas who decided to finally, you know, get on the pop shop and, and sell out 20 pairs of shoes. Maybe those are one of those pairs and I can just go on and on and on and on and on, and on. but I'm not going to. That's what I got, guys. That's the Monday Madness today. We were talking brick and mortars versus online versus these crazy underground auction style sites and everything in between. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you did, drop a comment. Make sure, again, you guys, review us on whatever platform you're listening to us on. we got a bunch of content that comes out every single week. We're trying to, we're trying to uh, continue to grow our conversations and, and try to, try to, touch on on things that uh 
maybe are not within the continuity of the podcast, like what I talked about today, but we'll revisit these things and we'll rehash them. That's it. That's all I got, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch up with you in the next episode.